Katie Couric. Yeah. Yeah, Sana. I can't believe it. Yes, Sana Paris. Good to say that. <laughs> is Allison Janney really nice? Oh my God, she. Okay, is the we'll best. talk about that. She is just, just stop. stop. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. But I Save think we, it. we Save we, it. We may be okay. recording right now. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Okay. Ugh. But um, I I do have to tell you I'm, I I think that um, I'm yeah I, I'm having an out of body experience. I'm going to wake up around 6 a.m. Uh, and I'm going to go to work. Chuck Lorre is going to be mad because I don't know any of my lines. Do you want us to run? Should we run some lines? (laughs) No, no. I'm just going to have this wonderful dream that Katie Couric was on my podcast. I'm in Anna Ferris's dining room. This is really fun. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, With Sim. This like atrocious, weird place. It's, I hope it's as weird as maybe you would have imagined, but um, anyway. Um, Okay. So wait, I want to ask you, I have to, I know that you have a bat mitzvah to go to. So I'm going to. Bat mitzvah. Okay. (laughs) Fine. (laughs) Bob gets my arguing. No. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's a bot mitzvah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Fine. I'm sorry. Sim, sorry. You get this <laughs> lame woman out of here. I don't know how. I don't, how I don't want your Jewish here. listeners to be upset. <laughs> okay. A bot. Mitzvah. I am going to a bot mitzvah. <laughs> no, I am. I am sorry. That's embarrassing. I tried to cover up with a weird defense, but it didn't work well for me. Um, Okay, so I was reading your book, and I want to talk to you about words that I hate because I really related to something that you said. Moist. Ooh. I like moist. I don't. Well, I, I don't like moist, but I don't mind it so much. But perky. Oh yeah, you know I've sort of come to terms with perky. Have you? I have, because I haven't. You know, I do think it's actually not to get all crazy and feminist. Right off the bat, but I, I do want, think there's something kind I'll of get crazy and mis- marginalizing about. Of course, the word. it is. I would never describe somebody as perky. A man is perky, no, or I a woman. Really, I think it. Well, I think I think it's a, a kind of a. I would say dog whistle code word for saying you're vacuous. Wouldn't you say like, oh yeah, well Shelby, yeah, you know what? It takes a minute to get used to her. She's a little annoying. You wouldn't say like, well Shelby, you know what? She's perky. Like you just wouldn't, you, you know what I mean? Does like perky mean annoying? No, no, no. But like you, you would cut to the chase. Like perky is a, it's a cloak of a word, of an adjective. I think it means, I think it connotes being sort of frothy, superficial, kind of artificially upbeat. And not sexy. Really? Well, no, in your case, very sexy. <laughs> and in my case, very <laughs> sexy as well. <laughs> Whenever I've been perky, it always, it's always in reference to my nipples. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm sorry, you. Katie. Don't worry. Don't worry. I, it's totally fine. But I, I, you don't think I'm like super straight-laced, do you? I want to protect you. Thank you. I don't want to ask you about like, you know, how big your pussy is or how many guys you've bonked, but I kind of do, but I won't. Thank you, Anna. But you could ask me. No, that's okay. You could. I would be very open. I'm sure. (laughs) That's what I heard. (laughs) I love you. Oh, oh, now you're the person I'm going to really clonk over the head with one of those steins and Drag this is what she attic. does. She clonks our guests over the head and then drags them up to her attic. Yeah. Oh, really? She, and she keeps well, them there. How many people are up there? Maybe 28, 29, Ooh. but it's a safe haven. Well, don't do that because I got a bat mitzvah to go to or right. a bat mitzvah. We'll, we'll discuss that later. So do you feel like talking about what it's like to be a woman? Honestly, we can talk about anything you want. All right. So I did want to talk about the idea of... Um, how we form more camaraderies with women in industry in general. I don't know. I had this fantastical idea that where every month I would have a brunch at my house of that, where I invited a bunch of actresses and women in the industry. It was like a female only brunch. We all got drunk. There was no agenda. Uh, It was just simply a a chance for all of us to get to know each other and socialize. And what happened? I never followed through. Instead, I did this dumb podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you could still do it, though. 
But what do you think about that? I mean, for me, it just it really came from a place of, of um, just not having any interaction with that many women. Mm-hmm. And I don't, you know, my dad used to say that women are their own worst enemies, which really bugged me. And I think there are many cases where women support each other, but I do think that women can work against each other. But then again, you think men work against each other. I mean, I think if you're ambitious and there are only a certain amount of jobs or a certain amount of positions, it's going to be kind of cutthroat for both genders. And I don't think anyone has a corner on that market. Do you find that women in Hollywood are supportive of each other? I mean, if somebody gets a role that you want, you're not going to be like, great, to their face. Well, to their face, maybe, but in general. Give them a fucking left hook, Katie. <laughs> right. So I think it's no, hard. But, no, no, no. But I do think actually in uh, – I do think – I like to think – and I heard um, your interview with Julia Louis-Dreyfus, and we, you, know, you guys have talked about this, but I do think that um, things are changing a little bit, but I think with men in comedy, they have their club, and they'll do each other favors – and they get to support each other. You know, you can have a huge movie star that will be a supporting or do like a two-line role in a movie uh, surrounded by a bunch of dudes at a comedy. And we we aren't quite – we're slowly getting there maybe, but um, but not quite. The, you don't feel like women do each other a solid and say, hey, come on and or, do this? Or maybe people aren't green lighting the solids, mm-hmm. you know? I don't know what it's like in the journalism world. Journalism world. Well, Hannah. <laughs> I'm very unqualified to be conducting an interview with Katie Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing well. No, I'm not. You're doing Thank just you. fine. You really are. But you know where the area I want to sort of explore. Yeah. I mean, I think... What is the question on? <laughs> well, just sort of the exploration of like, how do we, how do we actually really make a change well you know i think part of i really think i firmly believe i just sounded like miss south carolina didn't i during do you ever watch that when miss of course Ca- i do carolina did no but you did not but i want i kind of want to hear I, you wait wait i, I sort honest, of what what does she say I, I honestly believe i sincerely believe that the people of iraq have you watched that <laughs> yes yes yes, exactly. yes poor thing oh my god anyway she was very depressed and upset with, after that happened you know by the way it. oh but she did, she did american uh, race or amazing race afterwards. oh she did yeah how did yeah. she do i, I, I don't didn't know, know she that did, but yeah but she got a lot of publicity after that i think that people hire people who look like themselves really right? and yeah like i think people connect with people who have similar backgrounds who they can oh. relate to and hang out with and and until we get more women in these really decision-making positions, you're going to see, I think, a certain imbalance among employees and a certain, uh, I think, sexism among the people who are hired. Don't you? I yep. mean, I think yeah. certainly in my business, I mean, I think there's a reason why there is a particular look for anchor women in, on all these stations they fit a certain mold for the most part and i think that's because more often than not men are hiring these women and i think until we get a female news president who's going to say these are the qualities i'm looking for i think you might continue to get a certain type of person and i think you know, honestly, we should have all different kinds of people on television. They don't have to all be cookie cutter attractive they all should i mean everybody should look different you know there should be some people who are overweight or some people who Mm -hmm. don't have perfect hair but i think you get programmed to expect a certain image on the screen and it's very hard to i think go against that grain in a way of course yeah I do really love the image that you presented in your book about the teeth. You had like silver teeth. Oh yeah, when I was little, I had silver. I had teeth. headgear. You did? Oh yeah. God, that's even worse. 
<laughs> I had silver teeth, but only for like two years when I was in like third and fourth grade because I broke my teeth. On the bike. Yeah, I fell off my bike. Anna, you've prepared so much <laughs> for this interview. You're so nice. You <laughs> well, looked at my you. book. You listened to some podcasts. I can't I believe love, it. Listen, you have no idea. This is the highlight of my life. Oh, stop. It Please is. don't say that because I'm going to feel really, really bad for your Just life. Just drink your wine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And listen, and also you have to ship my child home with you. He's so cute. Oh, thanks. The glasses. I just met Jack. He's so cute. He was piling up acorns for your squirrels on the tennis court. <laughs> Wonderful. Squirrel poop everywhere. Julia, where are you? Um, okay, so now we are going to go into a bit of a question series. Right? Sam? Yes, do you think? absolutely. Let's do it. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Um, okay. Uh, later on, we won't have time for, to talk about this, but Sim, we've been getting some bullying lately. Really? And, yeah. Anyway, we'll talk. We'll talk. Oh, look at Sim. Yeah. He's like, what? Anyway, okay. He's totally cutting this out. All right. What? Um, what? What? Who's been bullying you? Well, people have been, you know, it's like now that we have a podcast, people are sending in their opinions. And I've been trying to tell Sim, like, I've been, been, I don't know, in the public forum, not that, I mean, I'm not that famous, whatever, but yeah, I get mean things said about me all the time. Right. In the past, so in the past 10 months since I've started doing the podcast with Anna, occasionally I'll get trolled. So now I'm starting to think it's a little, it's funny and I'm, I'll read some of these. It's really not funny. funny. It's tweets. just mean. It's mean. I just don't understand. No, it's just mean. Yeah, it's not right. funny. It's mean. Honestly, I never get used to it. I was looking at Facebook because I did – I'm here for Stand Up to Cancer, which is yes. an organization that I helped start and with some other women. your video – sorry. Yes. Anyway. Oh, yeah, because I did yes, a video we'll, sort of how I got started. Yeah, right. But um, I was going through my Facebook mentions, and I don't go on Facebook as much uh, – that much. I really use Twitter and Instagram a little bit more. But I was looking at Facebook because I had posted this profile of this – darling girl named Abby Shapiro who died of um, osteosarcoma when she was just 16 years old and um, an only child and I've gotten to know her parents a little bit and I introduced her to Carly Kloss and Carly uh, was just amazing she went to see her at Georgetown Hospital in Washington she would call her from the VMAs I mean she really took an interest in this young woman and made me really appreciate the person Carly Kloss is. I mean, I thought how wonderful that she did that. I never met Abby. I just connected them. And I got to know her parents after she passed away. But anyway, I posted this sort of tribute to her because I was doing that uh, in the days leading up to our event here in Los Angeles. And I read this comment, and some guy said, Katie, I watched your interview with Tom Hanks. Clearly, you're over tanning. Your oh, skin God. looks like a monkey scrotum. Ugh. And I thought, wow, really? First of all, I thought, oh, gosh, maybe I am over tanning. But then I thought, like, what, what, what motivates someone right. to be so nasty? And it's almost like I think when you become a public figure, per se, people completely lose sight that you're a real person and they almost it's um, it's this weird kind of objectification or depersonalization mm-hmm. and it's when i read these mean comments it's like a oh, knife in my heart totally but i told sim i was like listen these are people that want your attention and also of course it's going to jar i mean i had i've had people totally tear apart my looks time and time again and I can't like oh no, every time you can get a ton of compliments and that are so wonderful and feel so good but then there's that one thing that somebody says that does rip you apart a little bit and you are jarred 
and you rationalize it within yourself. You're like, okay, this person's messed up, whatever. Um, but yeah, and I think that that's um, it's it's mystifying the idea of somebody being cruel for the sake of attention, I guess. Or there's no preparation. I, I no one ever prepared me for this at all. And it's not like I get a ton of trolls. I've gotten a few, and we're getting amazing compliments. And people are being I'm, everyone has been so nice to us. But occasionally you'll get someone that says something really mean, and no one ever prepared me for that. Yeah, you know. I think what's interesting is to really sort of figure out the motivation. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think um, I usually rationalize it or kind of come to terms with it by saying it's usually the product of people who are really unhappy, Mm -hmm. unhappy with their own lives, unhappy with what they've done or where they are. And it's very easy, I think, when you're in a bad place to lash out at people who seem to be happy or seem to have things that you don't have. You know, I think that's a very weird primal instinct. I don't know if you all have ever felt like jealous or resentful of people, Never. but it's almost <laughs> but it's almost I mean it's almost like this thing that you that just kind of bubbles up in you and you can't necessarily keep it at bay. Yeah. You know, these because everyone oh, has a Katie, lot of different you're so feelings. Generous. So. No, it's I no no no, but but I'm just saying so it's really hard to, for me to handle and I've been doing this a long right. time. But you know when I used to do the Today show People, the internet wasn't around. Yeah. And so Willard Scott had this really darling secretary named Nancy Fields, and she was a secretary back then. And, and she would open up our mail. And I remember somehow I was in this room with them, sometimes uh, with, with Nancy and her another assistant, and I would go and hang out with them. And some man wrote this very insulting note. I and mean, he was an older gentleman, you could tell from his writing. And I think he might even have said his age, but he said, you know, I thought your dress was so unattractive and your hair looks like a ski slope for an adventurous sparrow or something like that. And I thought, oh, that wasn't very nice. And, you know, clearly. Odd that it, it was had creatively, in- <laughs> like, insulting. Right. But but funny how I remember this. I yeah. mean, this was probably in the early 90s. Mm-hmm. But I thought, well, that was a letter and most of them ended up in the circular file. Mm-hmm. But with the internet, you know, you can't avoid these comments because if you're looking sort of for any kind of feedback, you can't help but be, and then suddenly you're like, oh, what? <laughs> right. right? And, it's, and, and so it's very hard yeah. to avoid. And, um, and I think, wow, gosh, other people must be dealing with this too. And I'm not the only one for sure. And I think – you know, I'm sure Anderson Cooper gets his fair share of critical comments and I even Lester Holt or people who are mm-hmm. doing the news or whomever, you know. And so I think everybody gets it. Yeah. But but it does sort of remind you of this negative side of human nature that is very disconcerting and disappointing, right? It's mm-hmm. the anonymous bullying, you know, and yeah, it, it it's true. It's like I'm jealous. You're jealous? You know? uh, uh, no, no, no. I mean, I, I think that that's. I think that that's. Oh, what that it, that's what they're saying. The root is, or or I'm be? just ignorant and hate. You know, full of hate. Mm-hmm. I interviewed Jonathan Weissman on on our podcast, yeah. and he's a Washington editor for the New York Times, and he tweeted an article about Donald Trump and fascism that was written by a pretty conservative columnist, and the the level of anti-Semitism he received was so shocking, where people. Were, and he retweeted it all because it just as Leslie uh, Jones did. He wanted people to bear witness yes. to what Leslie what Jones. was going on on the internet. Mm-hmm. Right. And I thought it was really brave of him because I'm not about to retweet like oh, insulting sure. things because I'm so embarrassed. And I think part of the embarrassment is the collective shaming you feel when other people are reading these awful comments. It feels like of course it's, yeah. it feels like a schoolyard taunt that everybody's listening to. And they're all kind of looking at you and, and and embarrassing you and shaming you. But anyway, Jonathan Weissman, I mean, it was just incredible. People were sending him uh, corpses from the Holocaust. Oh my God, they were sending him, you know, a menorahs that said six million and candles. I mean, it was so grotesque and disgusting. And this is what the internet has wrought. I mean, it's done a lot of really positive things. Mm-hmm. I what say are the great. Those? Well, I mean, 
access to information. True. It builds communities. It helps kind of fuel social movements, you know. So I think it has a lot of positive attributes. But, you know, I say the good news about the Internet is it, it allows everybody to have an opinion and everybody to have a voice. And the bad news about the Internet is... It allows everyone to have an opinion and everyone to have a voice, right? So, I mean, I think we're still all grappling with with sort of what this is doing to our level of discourse and to us as a society and to our our humanity, right? Yeah, completely. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you very much. Dear listeners, Katie Couric. She just dropped the mic. My dining room. (laughs) Is it hot in here? It's, yeah, it's, okay, yeah, it is hot. Okay, it's hot. Good. I it's thought I was hot, having a hot, hot flash. Hot. No, no, it's hot because my tits are so huge. <laughs> Ooh, really? I did wear my. You fake... wore your Overland shirt, yeah, and I'm like, and, the, and I didn't go to Overland. It was I just do that a... with my daughter's Yale shirt. Sometimes I wear it around, and I think maybe somebody thinks I went to Yale. <laughs> Oh, but I'm so thrilled you're here. Aw. Thank you so much. Yeah, of course. Okay, we're going to get into some silly stuff. Okay, fine. I mean, ready? we have so much to talk about. I, I could talk about so many. Really? Like, I feel like we could talk about real stuff, too. If you didn't have this bat mitzvah, it can be your own. I know. Bat, bat mitzvah. Oh, <laughs> 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 wrong again, Ferris. <laughs> oh, I'm so stupid. I hate myself. Um, I kind of do right now, but no, uh, you don't stop. Do You're a not little stupid. Bit. You're smart. Thanks. Tell me again. You're smart, Anna. Wait. We <laughs> like say, we're going to do a Stuart Smalley thing. We right say, <laughs> say hi. I'm Katie Couric, and Anna Ferris is smart. Hi, I'm Katie Couric. <laughs> Just did my news voice for some reason. Yeah, no, it's awesome. <laughs> and Anna Ferris is smart. Take that, brother Bob. <laughs> My brother, we're highly competitive. He's oh, a professor. Really? Yes. What, where is he a professor? Yeah, at UC Davis. He's so brilliant. Really? And, yeah. What does he do? Uh, sociology. He's the world's only fourth generation sociologist. Wow. And he's doing really wonderful work. I'm What's so he proud concentrating of him. on? Bullying. He worked with oh, Anderson wow. Cooper. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm very, very proud of him. Oh, that's so cool. But I still you want know, to tell him to fuck off. But so. <laughs> I'm do- Speaking of sociology, I know we're talking about fun stuff, but I'm doing a documentary about gender and how our perception of gender, which I think your brother might be interested in since he's a sociologist and bullying, of course, but how our our whole understanding of gender has shifted so dramatically, even in, in the last year. Yes. And um, I just came from uh, a house of a young transgender girl, 12 years old, and her mom, and uh, someone who's doing the first longitudinal study of transgender kids following them for 20 years to determine kind of more about how their level of support has affected them and I mean all kinds of facets of this um you know situation I guess right and or this specific gender identification but it's been so interesting for me because everything is changing so much and we were talking about how this sort of binary concept of male and female has just been turned on its head and that gender is so much more of a continuum. And whether it's, I mean, people who are gender fluid and uh, people who are trans and people, um, you know, I've interviewed some uh, kids who are a, a child who's intersex, born with ambiguous genitalia, and how that's being dealt with in society today. So it's a very um, kind of unvarnished look at this. Do you feel a little bit scared about like discussions that we haven't really talked about openly? Yeah, I mean, I do and I don't because I feel... Oh my God, Katie, will you say it like, and I do and I don't. I do and I don't. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, I I do. Katie as like the sorority girl. (laughs) Totally. Um, I'll have to do my Valley Girl cheer for you. Yeah, oh my, my god, my daughter's taught me. Oh my god, <laughs> totally for sure. Like I just no got a manicure. Oh my god, the sun. I swear, no it's messing oh up my god. golden hair. Oh my 24, 34. I don't even know the score. Go, go, fight, fight. Gee, I hope I look all right. Oh my god, but <laughs> I interrupt you. Will you do that again, please? Here's but my I Valley really, Girl. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> 
My Valley Girl Cheer by Katie Couric. <laughs> totally, for sure. Like I just got a manicure. The sun, I swear, is messing up my golden hair. 24, 34. I don't even know the score. Go, go, fight, fight. Gee, I hope I look all right. Yay, Yay! But what was your team? Uh, well, the Yorktown Patriots. But my daughters taught me that cheer, which I thought was so funny. They're kind of, they, they went through a valley girl phase, but they're over it. Oh, <laughs> But anyway, getting back to your thing, just to put a button on it. I am nervous about it because I think for people who don't understand it, uh, they're going to be angry about even broaching the subject. And I think people who are really fluent in the subject may be critical uh, about, you know, any anything that we have in there that may not, they may not feel is sort of appropriate or... That's a, that's a brilliant point, you know? Yeah. So, but... I really think that things are changing so quickly and the only way for us to get a handle on it and to be accepting and tolerant is to understand what's going on scientifically, culturally, sociologically, politically. And so I like to take big topics and kind of say, wow, look at all this change that's happening here, there, everywhere. I want to understand why it's happening and what it means. So that's why I'm doing this documentary, and it's really, really fascinating. It's in conjunction with the Nat Geo channel, right? Yeah, so it's going, it's to, be going to be on Nat Geo. And, gotcha. and so I'm working with a production company called World of Wonder that's done a lot of, I make fun of their name, World of Wonder. <laughs> I always feel like, you're funny. <laughs> Katie Kirk really is fucking hysterical. Wait, can you just describe what Katie just did? <laughs> Katie Kirk just pretended to smoke a big old fat joint. <laughs> but it is funny, right? And then I have a production company, so we're all working gotcha. on it together. And we're thinking, what, January? Uh, yeah, launch? I think it's actually, yeah, I think it's going to come yeah. out in January. Okay. I think we have to finish it in December. So we're on this crazy time frame. But, um, you know, I just love talking to people and who are in all kinds of different situations and all kinds of places geographically. And I had such a nice time today just talking to this mother and her daughter who uh, has transitioned socially and is going to start taking puberty blockers next week and then eventually hormones. And it was heartbreaking because your brother would be interested. You know, she's having a really hard time at school and the girls don't really accept her and the boys are kind of making fun of her. And you also feel some, a modicum of sympathy for the other kids because it's something they don't understand and know about, you know? So we're, I just think we're at a moment where if we try to understand and try to educate people about, about this, they'll be much more compassionate and much more tolerant. And that's what I'm hoping to achieve. And it, yeah, yeah, you know what? Um, and empathy, <laughs> right? Like the idea of walking in somebody else's. Hey, shoes. by the way, cut me off. <laughs> I will never. I will never, never, ever. In fact, <laughs> in fact, have some more, please, sir. Thank you. <laughs> Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com.
Um, okay, so we're going to pretend that you're single. Okay. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah. I was single for a long time. Have, um, so, oh, I know, but anyway, but I got remarried. That was around 1998. Yes, and okay. um, and that was that was horrible, and as how, you can imagine. And uh, but I, you know, it took me a very long time. But I finally remarried. I wanted to remarry. I wanted to be Carol Brady. I was looking for my mm-hmm. Mr. Brady, and he just never materialized until I met my husband. So it's very so. How long a very were you happy single? Development. I was single for probably. Mm, uh, 16, 16 years. Yeah. So I date, I, I dated a lot of people. You did? I did. Was it? I had a lot of weird dating stories. I dated some famous people too, but Shit. I'm going to save that for my book. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Katie, come on. Katie Couric on Anna Ferris's podcast. Come on. Give me, give me the good. Admitted to good. dating. <laughs> Can we talk about, did you date any musicians? I did. Uh, okay. Why? It's interesting because yeah, there's a the, Anna I has have a, a list. I have a list of of men in professions you should not date. Oh, really? Musicians is one. Uh, magicians is number one. <laughs> magicians, really? Yeah. I've uh, never dated a magician. Well, good for you. Maybe we should go down this road. But okay. But I do want to present you some different scenarios. Okay. Your friend sets you up on a blind date with a handsome man. Who is a pediatric heart surgeon? Wow, that's a turn on. I'm getting hot. He takes you gra- to he takes you to Grand Mercy Tavern for dinner. Good, right? Um, you're having a great time over oysters. He says oysters. <laughs> yeah, okay. I've never voted before, and I don't plan on changing that. Deal breaker. Yeah, <laughs> deal breaker. Yeah, deal breaker. Sorry, you're, I you're couldn't out? do it. He's would out. you would you even I'm like out. offer up your credit card or no no that's a total total deal breaker yeah, yeah. but what if he says it like this I'm gonna try to do it in my sexiest voice male voice right <laughs> Katie I've never voted before and I don't actually really plan on changing that what the hell is wrong with you <laughs> I'd be like check please. If he talked that way, Fine. I think I might though. Wait, I might do a follow up. I okay, might, I right. might say, right, I like this. Well, why, Doctor Pediatric Heart Surgeon? Have you never voted, and why are you never going to vote? I'd want to know his motivation, right? I don't really. Uh, I don't have a lot of time, you know. <laughs> but also, I don't really believe in kind of the Democrats. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Yeah, that's a deal breaker. See you later. <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay. I didn't act. I didn't have a good. What, what, do, you, what, what do you think? Would, oh, you, would that no. be a deal breaker? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Okay. I hate okay. him. Okay. He's the worst. Also, I, I doctors are high on my list of people. people you shouldn't date. Yeah. Sorry. Really? You know, it's yeah, funny because I met my husband because I asked my I'm friend sorry. Molly, who's no, no, he's not a doctor. I asked my friend Molly, whose husband is a trauma surgeon. Hey, does does uh, Dave know any other doctors? Because I think I would enjoy meeting a doctor because I I know a lot about cancer research and I've really enjoyed learning about that. And I've never really dated a doctor, although I did date a heart transplant surgeon in Washington. He was so boring. So anyway, so <laughs> I said, maybe, maybe, maybe Dave knows someone. He, she said, mm, okay, I'll ask. I don't really know any doctors, but we do know this other guy named John Molner. And I was like, does he have a pulse? <laughs> I'm kidding. But anyway, so that's how I met my husband, uh, asking about a doctor. So I'm glad I didn't, didn't uh, hook up with a doctor. But what's wrong with doctors? Well, it's just one of those things. It sounds like a better idea than it actually is. Well, you know, working long hours, God complex, yeah. yada, yada, yada. Yeah. <laughs> well, there are a lot of nice doctors, though, out there, too. Ugh, Katie. I'm sorry. Come on. I'm sorry. There are. <laughs> Have my, another my, my brother-in-law was the head of cardiology at the University of Virginia. And oh, he's boy. the nicest, nicest man no, and really I'm a great sure. husband. So you Listen, can't make these generalizations. No, I know. But I hear you. And you know what? There's going to be a day, probably not, but when I need one of those people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't be, don't be bad mouthing. Oh, I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. You're right. <laughs> Fine, Katie. You win this round. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, okay. So wait. Uh, where are we here? Oh, we're right over the next one. 
You're it's hard to read the lighting in here. Isn't it so great? You know, you guys need do to we want to do number two or do we want to do? I know. Right. I, I'm really a freak. I have to have like really strong lighting. I think you should do, go to number three, Let's right? Yeah. Okay. So we're back um, into your single. Okay. Okay. Katie Kirk, Katie Kirk is single. You've been dating a man for three months. You think he is the one. He is a respected war photographer who loves cooking and jazz music. After a walk through <laughs> Central Park, he grabs your hand, looks you in the eye, and whispers, I'm afraid. Are you ready? Yeah. The real Obama died in a car crash in 2012 and was replaced by an impersonator ever since. <laughs> deal, deal breaker? Uh, yeah. It's like, I think I'll call, uh, what is St. Elizabeth's or what is the mental hospital? Bellevue. Bellevue. Bellevue on line one. Yeah. No, thank you. No, thank you. Crazy, crazy deal breaker. What but, you nuts? Wait a minute. But. <laughs> didn't even give him a chance, Katie. No, 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 no. No, insane. Right. Insane. Yeah, I know. I hate any kind of conspiracy theorists. Yeah, though there are a lot of lot of them out there, you know. Uh, Anna. That's fine. I I listen, I don't listen half the time, so you can call me whatever the fuck you want, Katie. <laughs> it's, sorry. I, I love you. Um okay. Now, you are on a date with a philanthropist who looks a lot like Colin Firth. Oh, I love Colin Firth. Who doesn't? After dinner or during dinner. Sorry. You take a glance at his text messages. You notice multiple times that he uses the wrong your in a sentence. Then when he orders dinner, he pronounces salmon with a L. Salmon? <laughs> like salmon rushdie? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, first of all, how can you tell when someone's speaking if they're using the wrong your? It's a well, conjunction. No, no, no. You, you, you mean were, on his sorry. text message? Yeah, you were oh, able yeah. to see? sort of glint. Oh, I don't know. I don't think I would take that so really? seriously. Well, I think, well, first of all, yes, I'm a stickler for spelling and grammar. No, we know. On That's the other, why we asked this question. <laughs> but on the other hand, I think with text messages, people often do. It's quick. You know, yeah, they do it quickly. And so I think I would forgive that if it was in a letter or an email that would really bug me. Do you ever correct autocorrects on your text messages with like a, one of those, like the star symbol? No. Like if you spell something wrong, you immediately type up another text saying, well, here's the correct word. And then you guys know it's a, it's a thing, right? Really? Yeah. I don't do that. I should, because sometimes I go back and look at my text messages or, or email and I'm like, mother of God, I can't believe that said that. That made absolutely no sense. They think I'm like drunk emailing, right? <laughs> but no, I don't do that. But you're going to have to show me how to do that, Sam. I'll show you afterwards. Okay. Oh my, it'll be my honor. Okay. <laughs> One last question, and then we're going to go on to a quick game, and then we're going to go on to a couple calls if you have time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, oh, this is the one that I really wanted. What was it? You like that one? I do, but I also like this one too. I like envisioning Katie as like a single hot, like on it. the town, and and she's uh, you know opening her pussy to men. Sorry, I'm sorry, Katie. No, I'm sorry. That, that's the weird mind I have. Okay, um, after a third date, a man that you're really into. What's a good name for you? What do you like? Like a Chad or a Sean? Do you like a one syllable? Do you like a two syllable? Um, Robert. Mm. Um, Grace Will. I like the name Will. All right. All right, Will. Okay. After a third date, Will invites you over to his house to cook you dinner. When you arrive at the house, it smells amazing. <laughs> Wait, say that again. It smells amazing. He pours you a glass of a vintage Cito Moresco that he has been waiting years to open. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. 
It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. As the wine is decanting in front of you, he proudly presents you a dinner. A platter of mashed poi, surrounded by delicate slices of spam. <laughs> he says, Aloha. Tearbreaker. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> mm. you just have to get this whole thing. You just suss it out. I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Got a gorgeous wine, handsome man, poi, spam. <laughs> Is that a deal breaker? Hmm. Do you Me? like poi and spam? Um, basically the I'm not really a spam person. I'm not really a spam person, but I feel like it's a little bit classist to say you don't like spam. Aha. So, so I don't know. this part out. <laughs> and poi? Oh, Sim said that I was like, everyone knows what poi is. Katie Kirk's going to know what poi is. Oh, I was trying to write you a note saying it's a mushy Hawaii, a Polynesian dish. I, I've heard of poi, Katie? but I couldn't I, remember I what poi I, was. I, I, you know I what? didn't know either. And, okay. An, and Anna and I had a bet. Okay. I'm sorry. I feel very Katie? ignorant. Do you guys know what poi is? I, I know. Okay. Okay. We did a survey, and the survey says... Katie, you know what this means? <laughs> I've heard of poi, but when you say a mushy Hawaiian... I have to tell, tell you. Anna, help me. I have to tell you what this means. This means this is a sign that we have to go to Hawaii together. Okay. <laughs> and you have to experience mushed poi which is like a root vegetable oh yeah i think i remember it. it's, it's yeah. disgusting there's no reason for you and to it's remember like it. it looks like mashed potatoes <laughs> yes, but, but it's gray. kind of a gray well, purple is it gray okay deal breaker <laughs> <laughs> but you know what maybe it brought us together maybe it did now we're going to hawaii yeah. but i i think that maybe only somebody i liked and found really interesting enough to go out three times would do that as a joke I can't believe that's what we would were do thinking. That. We were thinking about like how it might they be were kind punking of... me, so I'd give him another chance. I love it. <laughs> I love it, Katie Couric. <laughs> I might be that person, but I'm posing as a man. Ugh. <laughs> <sighs> All right, now what? Now happening? what are we doing? Game. Yeah. Quick game. Here we go. A little bit of trivia. So we've had these games before, and Anna has never won. Oh, okay. She's lost every single time. Oh, gosh. So what we're going to do is we're going to play a game right now. It's called Politician or Rapper. So you have a couple of buzzers right here. So you have that tambourine, Katie. And Anna, you have that Santa Claus. So after I finish reading a quote, you both will buzz in with either politician or rapper. So let's begin. First question. Here we go. You all look like happy campers to me. Happy campers you are, happy campers you have been, and as far as I'm concerned, happy campers you will always be. Katie. Politician. Politician. Do you know who it is? No. It's Dan Quayle. Really? Yep. <laughs> I was going to say Donald Trump. Second question. Whatever this country is willing to do to the least of us, it will do to all of us. Katie. Rapper. Rapper. Rapper is correct. And do you know who it is? No. <laughs> Kanye West? Nope. It's actually Killer Mike. Are you familiar with Killer Mike? I love Killer I Mike. I love Killer Mike. <laughs> oh my too. God. I have all his albums. <laughs> so, Killer Mike. If somebody's going to kill me, I want it to be him. He fucking slays. Literally. It had to do with Cuba and missiles, I'm pretty sure. Katie. Rapper. 
It's not a rapper. The answer... You, no, 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 you can't. No, you have to earn it. You have to earn it. No, no. Okay. It was actually... All right, you want... Oh, politician. Politician. <laughs> I can't give you credit for that. <laughs> Donald Trump. Donald Trump is the right answer. No, it's not. It's actually a policy. It's Bush Press Secretary Dana Perino. But here's the fourth question. Sorry. Okay, Barry. I decided to run for the Green Party. My platform will be to give people a break. I want to fix the housing market. Katie... Jill Stein? It's Politician? not Jill Stein. It's wait, actually... Wait, 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 don't say it. Okay. Kanye West? <laughs> no. Katie again. Uh, I don't know. It's actually a rapper and it's Vanilla Ice. I knew that. <laughs> okay. Is anyone wait, keeping score? You, I think it's 3 nothing. I think it's, once again, I think, I think it's 2 nothing because I oh, it's can't give me credit for that yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. No, okay. no, no. <laughs> will, you tell, will you tell us once again what Vanilla Ice... Said. Sure. He said, I decided to run for the Green Party. My platform will be to give people a break. I want to fix the housing market. Ah, wonderful. Yeah. He actually had a show um, on some channel. I think it was Bravo or like HGTV where he fixed people's homes. Really? Next question. Walk out, put that double-barreled shotgun and fire two blasts outside the house. I promise you whoever was coming in is not gonna. Katie. Donald Trump. <laughs> this is actually someone you interviewed before. Sarah Palin. Nope. It's actually... You have no idea, Anna. You don't have any idea. Well, don't uh, him. I bet it's a man. Okay. Who is it? Uh, I bet he's not a politician. He is a politician. Republican? I interviewed Dolly Obama? Parton and DJ Khaled recently. A very, very important politician. What? Oh, someone's giving you the answer? Okay. Joe Biden? Joe yeah. Biden, wait, that's the correct wait, answer. Wait. <laughs> Joe Biden. That's the right answer, Anna. <laughs> Anna got that one. I'm not conducting important okay. interviews unless I'm doing you. Uh, a few more, real quick. We're okay. going to just really quickly. First thing I would do as president is I'm going to raise minimum wage. I feel like all fast food restaurants should get paid $15 an hour. I, I think he meant fast food restaurant workers should get paid $15 an hour. Katie. Politician. It's not a politician. Rapper. Rapper is correct. Are you Kanye familiar? West. Are you familiar with Waka Flocka? I love Waka Flocka. <laughs> okay, good. All right. Katie wins the game. I'm sorry, Anna. <laughs> Yay. Yay, me. In a landslide. <laughs> We're going to get to a couple callers right now. But um, have you felt... I get to escape in characters with my job. And that's a little bit different than what you do. Of course, it's very different. The idea of actually reporting news and journalism. But do you ever feel you're playing a character in my job? A little yeah. bit, a little bit, because I think you have to comport yourself a certain way. And um, thanks for saying that. You were, you were, you could have like left me out there on a hook, but no, yeah. no, I totally do. Sometimes, you know, I think everybody adapts a persona, and uh, you know, I think there is a certain artifice about uh, any kind of presentation and journalism, at least broadcast journalism, or. Visual journalism entails a presentation, so sometimes I do, but I, I actually really try to act the same on camera as I do off. And I think if I've had any degree of success, I think that, I, I think that authenticity word has been so overused at this point. But I think people feel like I'm kind of the same person on camera. But I do feel like a lot of people kind of put on like. Good yes. evening. Yes. I'm so-and-so, and, -so and yes. here's the news. And they get this kind of affectation. <laughs> and uh, can you go on? Will you go on? <laughs> Did you ever wonder? You know, and it's all a little bit pretentious and put on. And I think I do feel like I have certain boundaries. Of, I mean, I can't act like this when I'm interviewing Vice President Biden and be like, Wah. right. I mean, I can off camera because I can talk to him like a completely normal person. But you do have to kind of stay in a certain kind of lane of, of respectability. And so in some ways, you do feel like it's a skosh confining. Did that answer yes. your question? But you do this 
unbelievable balance of having hard-hitting questions, incredible experience, and also like an affable, relatable personality. Especially as a woman, that that is a very... That, don't you think? It's a I, tricky balance, you know. I do... I mean, I do... I like people, and I'm, I know that sounds so cheesy and like Captain Obvious, but I, I really like conversation and interacting well, with people. Well, you can and, tell with your podcast. Yeah, and I, you know, know I, I was interviewing Joe Biden last night after Stand Up to Cancer, and I was telling my friends afterwards that, you know, obviously I was asking him about the ceasefire in Syria, you know, and but I was also asking him about whether he had regrets not running for president. And if I had... If I had thought about it a little bit more, this morning I wish I had said to him, you know, because he said some, he w- wakes up regretting it every day. This is what he said in January, but he made the right decision for his family. Yeah. So I wanted to say to him during the interview, do you ever like wake up like in the middle of the night and be like, hey, hey, Jill, maybe I should have done this thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? I wanted to ask him that way because it instantly puts makes him a normal human being in bed with his wife and, you know, and be like, hey, hey, Jill. And I thought right. that would have been Kurt, a really funny thing. Me, but <laughs> Sorry. Again. No, but I no, do that, it again. Do it harder, that, harder, harder. As long as you don't ask me to spank <laughs> you, <laughs> I'll be fine. <laughs> but I just thought that would have been a really funny way to ask him. Yeah. You know, I, I asked him that question sort of playfully too, but I, I wish I had done it that way. But, you know, I just try to – I also think that that people loosen up and and they're more revealing when you can get them to relax and feel like they're talking to a normal person, not a some kind of automaton who is, you know, holding their pen just so or trying to look pensively into the camera. You know, I think it's just. Wait, can I give you a look? Yeah, you can judge this. All right. Okay. All right, I'm going to be the pensively looking journalist. You look like you're trying to come Don't on you? to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, wait, wait. Not the, that's not the look we try to wait, achieve. Wait, what's, what's it's my, a little what's... more. You kind of have to cock your head like you're listening intently. Yeah. And very penetrating gaze. Good. I think you could be an anchor. <laughs> <laughs> wait, will you do it to me? You have to talk. The foreign policy speech that our president has presented today has nothing to do with. And you have to kind of, inc- you give that a little slightly encouraging nod. Ms. That you're hanging yeah. on it every word. Ms. Yes, Ms. Yes, Kirk? Mr. Vice President. Did you want to ask a question? No. <laughs> I was excited. I was going to invite you back to the quarters. <laughs> I have to. I have to. All right, call. fine, bye, bye. Okay, right we have to, we have, right, I know, yes, we, we, I know. We, we don't much time, so we, right, have, we have two okay, calls we have to go through. Okay, quick. are these actual calls? This yes. is so fun. So this they is are... when they ask for advice. Yep. Oh, that's so nice. Okay. So we're gonna call. I, we're calling I'll Ashley try. right now. I'll try. This is a big responsibility. She's 